This is the Hunt for October series. It is super duper fun. I am James, and this is... Jacoby. We have so much fun with these podcasts. We just need more listeners. Please share this, and thank you. Hello and welcome to the Marinsler Podcast. I am your host, Jacob Monson. With me today is James Morris. How are you? Well, I, I'm excited. We have not done a podcast in a long, long time. Uh, I, guess, I guess the first thing is we'll just dive into some crazy, crazy trades and possible signings that's going to happen. Yeah, so we have a Teoscar Hernandez for the Blue Jays trade with Eric Swanson and... um. What's his name? Something Mako. Yeah, Adam Mako. Adam Mako. And so, what do you really see? Do you think uh, Mako was like a special player or prospect for our team, or do you think it wasn't really something that we needed? Or what do you what do you think about Mako? Well, I want to get into the trades right now, but I I cannot talk about Adam Mako because for one, he is a guy that throws absolute gas. I wanted to keep him because you can never just you can't just oversee a guy that throws fast. You can't just be like, oh, yeah, that guy just blew that guy with 100 miles an hour. It just doesn't work like that. If a guy throws fast like Adam Mako, striking out 60 batters and 38 in the third innings, uh, if you do that, you're going to get some eyeballs. You're going to – you're, yeah, I re- I cannot even – I hate giving away Adam Mako, uh, but I like getting back uh, – who was it? Teoscar Hernandez. I, I li- I'm not getting back, but I like Teoscar Hernandez, but – Adam Mako for me is a pitcher that I can see being similar to Jacob Degrom. I but I more see I see him being well, a the uh, pitcher. Yeah. Mako is a definitely strikeout pitcher, but he's got a high ERA. Um, two losses or zero losses over two wins. Um, what is it? Gosh, three point nine nine ERA. So obviously that's not special at all. Um, because you want to have it at least below two. That's well, what you should good. I would say below three and a half. Right? Well, yeah, but still, 3.99 is not really that good. But so do you want to just get into the trade, or should we talk about Eric Swanson and Teoscar, or would that not really work? Let's just, like, dive into the trade, because we have – we just got Teoscar Nendez. The Mariners have officially acquired – a big outfielder, a fortifying in the lineup, another big bat as they try to catch the Houston Astros, their division rival uh, in, uh, in in the playoffs, hopefully next year. But I guess we should probably just talk about T.S. Hernandez. But, I mean, I, overall, it's kind of went – let's say people d- didn't know what just happened. Like, w- no one knows what, what happened. But, okay, so this is what happened. We got T.S. Hernandez from the Blue Jays, and we traded Eric Swanson, a reliable rookie, but I'm kind of – Glad we gave him away because I did not see him being good next year. And Adam Mako, tough giveaways, but Teos Hernandez is Teos Hernandez. Uh, he has put up really, really good numbers uh, in the regular season. 131 games, 25 home runs, and 77 RBIs. Uh, outfield was doing really well. He had big home runs mm-hmm. against us as well uh, yeah. during the playoffs. That is so true, but got to correct you on um... – Swanson, he is not a rookie, but a rookie. What? Well, yeah, you said a rookie, but oh, really? You know, big so, anyways, Teoscar Hernandez is probably one of the biggest bats in the MLB that isn't heard of. 
he is somebody that will crush a bomb easily, but you're not like, oh, that's Teoscar, you know? It's like you see that of Judge, but definitely not Teoscar. So he's a quieter name that mm-hmm. is special to a team. Yeah, so if I'm a pitcher, uh, which I'm glad I'm, I – if I'm a pitcher facing against Teoscar Hernandez, which, you know, I'm glad I'm not anymore – uh, since we got him on his, uh, but he can he hits sliders in the zone. If you leave one hanging in the zone, it is gone, no doubt about it. Uh, it's hard to catch up uh, for him, Teoscar Hernandez. It's hard for him to catch up to fast fastballs. I mean, if you give him a, a changeup that going 80, 89, and then you throw a fastball, uh, maybe even above 95, 96, 97 miles an hour, uh, he can struggle. I mean, he did strike out 152 times at the plate in the regular season of 2022. Is that good? No, is that bad? No, I mean it's a it's above average slightly, maybe. Uh, only thirty four walks, but the home runs is there, um, and he needs to work on his speed maybe a little bit. But I mean, overall, Teoscar Hernandez is a possible All Star, a great add in the Mariners lineup. Since you got uh, now you got Kelnig, uh, you got J Rod, uh, maybe even Taylor Chamel um, to follow now in our roster. It, I mean, to me, he's a big add. Will he help us? Absolutely. I think it's another big name on the roster, and I'm really excited about that. I think this is a great trade. <clears throat> Excuse me. Just a amazing player, but I don't know why we went with another outfielder. Yeah, yeah. Talk- I, I think he's a big bat to our team. You know, 267 average, 25 home runs, and about 77 RBIs. But I'm just – I really like this guy, and I think he's – possible all-star like you said i just don't um understand why we necessarily got another left fielder this is confusing for me i mean okay so overall i think they want to get like a a legit outfielder because i mean we got julio rodriguez not Fernandez before before j-rod who was our you know we had mitch hanniger but he got hurt like the wind who who is that who is that outfitter that you, you look to have uh, starting? Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. It's, you don't really have, don't one, have one, but I think the yeah. biggest problem is shortstop. But I think it if we got Cooper Hummel. I think what they're expecting, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think what they're thinking possibly, we'll talk about this later, but Cooper Hummel possibly will start at left field in 2023. T.S. Hernandez is right, and J-Rod has shortstop. No, no, no. Maybe Winker. Jay Oscar's left. Well, I mean, it doesn't really matter, but yeah. yeah. As well, I think honestly, Teoscar is a pretty decent outfielder. But if we got Cooper Hummel, I think we should just DH Teoscar, maybe. I was not thinking DH Cooper Hummel. I mean, is he a we, good bat? He not in the major leagues, but in the minor leagues, absolutely. We're going to talk about the that later. Yeah, he, that, that, again, that's that's a Kellenic move and a. Kyle Lewis move. And do you keep Winker though? No, you don't. No, I don't. He's not working for it. I don't think he so deserves anything. I know he's a great, great player, but do you, not gonna lie. Do you do you see him wanting to stay in Seattle? Because what we've seen of him, they they've said Scott Service himself, not a hard worker, but I not can, to get a rabbit trail, you know. But yeah, I can see. <laughs> I can see Jesse Winker completely quitting in baseball. Uh, okay, bef- this is going to sound really rude to Winker. Uh, actually, really rude. But I'm like, when I play sports, I want to be as serious as possible, right? Because I want to get better. I want to do good. If I don't do good, 
I'm I'm sad, you know. So I I get as serious as possible and work as hard as I can. I noticed when Jesse Winkers with the Reds, uh, nothing against this, but he laughs when he swings. He's like, "Oh my gosh, nice job!" He's like, you know, it's now. I, it sounds mean, but it's like no way since he's so funny, he doesn't take yeah. anything seriously. You want to have fun with it and not be Kellenic. But then again, not to the point where if you strike out, you're like, darn. <laughs> okay, that's not that's not like that's not baseball, okay? Mm-hmm. But honestly, yeah, he's just he doesn't want it. It seems like I agree with you. Is he trying to be a major league baseball player anymore? Mm. Not, I, I don't honestly don't I don't see it. And we always have we we brought up Alberto Rodriguez, which we both know him pretty well. And uh, yeah, well, I guess awesome. we're gonna talk about that in another podcast. But uh, yeah. I like what I see from Alberto Rodriguez. I don't know if he'll start in the outfield. I highly doubt it. But I don't know. So should we dive into the other trade? Do you want to talk about the roster a little bit more? Well, I think we should get a little bit of more roster, and then we can go into this because this could be a longer podcast if we have to make it. For sure, yeah, for sure. So we'll talk about Cooper Hummel a little a little bit later. But does Teoscar Hernandez a good add for the Mariners? I think it is because not for the position he plays, but because of his bat. We got J-Rod, we got Raleigh, and we got a one or two, probably only one more, that is a good batter. But you got, well, now that I think of it, the people <laughs> I was thinking of that aren't really that great of batters are free agents now. Yeah. But you have, like, somebody like, I guess Sam Haggerty, who's or Dylan Moore. I don't. I don't think they're gonna start. They're not gonna start. Never mind. Mm. I don't. Well, this is just. Oh my gosh, I blinked out real quick. I think we need him for the bat because we don't have so many batters. Like J.P. Crawford, not a batter for us. Um, Ty France was on a very hot streak of three forty average, but then slimming down and didn't become him anymore and went back to the 202 average, you know? So I don't know. I think he's needed for the bats, but kind of what I already said, he's not needed for anything else. Well, I'm trying, I'm looking at the whole roster right now and the big names that jump out at me right away is J-Rod, Teoscar Hernandez, Eugenio Suarez. And like you said, Ty France. Um, and if we're counting Ty Franz, that is what one, two, four legit players. I mean, every these guys should be all stars. And I mean, don't get me wrong, Taser Hernandez is an outfielder. Uh, he's he's a decent one as well. Mm-hmm, yeah. Well, he's not he's not trash, but he's the average outfielder, maybe a little more better than average. I'd like to have him in the outfield. I, I have no problem with that. Um, but the big question is who's gonna be that next, who's gonna be the next outfielder? You got Automatically, yeah. Manis is starting. Automatically, J-Rod is starting. Tramiel? Are we going to add some other yeah. guys into the roster? What are we going to do here? I got to – yeah, that's a good question. But I got to ask you the question. So, on Teoscar Hernandez, he's 30 years old. Do you see him when he's 31 or 32 still being a good Mariner? Or do you Absolutely. see him just kind of being older, you know? Well, well, I think he can stay really good. In X, and here's why. So you brought up a good point. I mean, 30 years old. I mean, that's not old, but it's definitely above your prime, I guess you could say. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, he's 
He's been with the Blue Jays for one, two, three, four, five years. Um, and every single year he's posted about the same numbers. And um, yeah. well, that's that just shows reliability. That's that's I mean, what I think. So we know what's coming in 2023 in a way. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, his home runs are definitely changing. Ish. I mean, like but, 22, 26, 16, 32, 25. I mean, they're all in that higher 20s range. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, so he's a great ad for batting, like we've said a hundred times, and he could be a great ad for outfield. We just don't know is he needed there. Like, is do you think is he needed there in the outfield right now? Oh, absolutely. There's no question in my mind. Uh, as a Mariners fan, I want a solid outfielder, and he he is. I mean, I guess. Mm-hmm. The bottom line is, I think you can agree with this. Tiaz Hernandez is going to be one of our better players. He's going to be the guy that's probably going to bat third or fourth, maybe even lead off. He has a decent amount of speed. And then, or maybe not, I guess J-Rod will bat lead off. But he is a player that will impact the team. Yeah, that is that is truth. Um, I just, yeah. So we did pretty good on that trade. But should we just like – go into the second trade we had yes pretty abrupt but <laughs> um so the mariners send away kyle lewis to the Di- diamondbacks and add cooper hummel so what do you know about cooper hummel because not gonna lie i have zero information on him well this is a player that reminds me 100 percent of jared kelnick except the only oh, difference about him and kelnick is that he cooper hummel when I mean rakes in the minor leagues, I mean rake. I mean, he literally, I'm bringing up his stats now. He, I believe he had 56 home runs in the minor leagues. <laughs> if that, that, that blows my mind. Uh, I'm bringing, I'm bringing up stats right now, but I guess he is what well, the position he plays is interesting. So he's a catcher, but he's played DH. He's played first base. He's played left field. He's played right field and even a little bit of center field. So they athletic. He's a fast catcher then. He must be. I'm bringing I hate his stats. Okay. So uh, in 2022, he did not play that much. He got hurt, but he batted 310, six home runs, and only 129 at bats. But <laughs> he hits the ball hard. I mean, uh, it's he, he, hits, he hits the ball hard. I mean, he, he always comes down. He always, he always tries his best and he, he hits the ball as hard. He absolutely rakes. I mean, yeah. Yeah. This guy I well, really like. I don't know if he, I like trading him, though. Did he s- start in the MLB of 2022? Uh, probably a few times, but he only, he didn't get that much at-bats. He got brought up late September, I believe it was. Okay. Well, okay. So, Cooper Hummel, obviously a power hitter, as yeah. we've seen in the minors. But do you think – he can keep that power against 105 mile an hour fastballs in like a 79 mile an hour slider that breaks right at the end. Like, what do you think about, well, like Jacob DeGrom, great pitcher. How do you think he'll face like these amazing pitchers that are in the MLB now? Do you think he'll be the same? Or do you well, think he's going to kind of backfire on us? As a young player, he's had a little bit of major league experience, 
Um, I mean, he had only played 66 games. He batted 176 with three home runs. But the big deal with him is he doesn't strike out that much in the minor leagues. Uh, I mean, his percent rate was down he, as striking out. He did not strike out that much, which, you know, the Mariners yeah, but- are looking at that because a lot of our a lot of our batters strike out a lot. But in the major leagues, yes, when he then he's played, got 66 games and 64 strikeouts in the yes. MLB. Yes, uh-huh. that's almost what I don't know. I'm not doing math right now because I'm on break. But <laughs> um, almost a strikeout I, game. Yeah. So in the MLB, not a good average, not much power, quite a few strikeouts, but. How many stolen bases does he have? Because I think he's fast, isn't he? I believe so. I'm, I'm pulling those. He had four stolen bases uh, in 66 games, so that's not bad. But the bad thing is he had a negative 0.3 war. And I guess <laughs> the big question we need to ask ourselves is, is, is this guy, uh, is this guy, uh, does this help our roster? I mean, we're yeah. adding him into our into our 40-man roster. Is, is he going to help us? If he can help us in any way possible, we're going to need it. Is is he worth it for this Mariners roster? Well, that is tough because you don't – only like 66 games in the MLB, yeah. not probably continual starts. They're probably like every once in a while, you know. But I don't know because he's got too much power, it seems like, in the minors, and then comes up not too much power. So what do you think is – I, he's. This is hard to think about, but what do you see if he does come up and is like a player for the Mariners? Do you see him like being a batter for us, a great catcher? Do you see him being a power hitter? What do you see through him if he does come up? Now, so we got Cal Raleigh's uh, catcher. We got Luis Torrens, and I think it's just time before we DFA him. Do I think he's going to get? Uh, do I think he's going to get playing time at catcher? Yeah, I think it will, but I think he's mostly going to play as a DH risk since since. Santana is gone. Uh, Fraser's gone. Mitch Hanniger's gone. Well, most likely they've all elected for agency. I don't think we're going to offer them a contract. I think he's mostly going to play DH. Maybe a little bit of the outfield. Maybe if, you know, even Dylan Moore, Sam Haggerty, Hernandez, if anyone gets hurt, he'll be the first one out there. But I think mm-hmm. we're possibly looking at a backup catch if it comes down to that. Okay. And do you see his hitting to be as good as the – as he is in the minors as a Mariner? Well, here's the thing. I don't see him providing exponentially for us in 2023, but I easily, I I absolutely see him hitting 300, hitting two home runs or 20 home runs in the next few years. Two home runs, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, well, I think he's 27, right? So he's, I wouldn't say he's old, but he's got his prime years for about three more years but when i just don't know when did he come like to be in the minor league system of the uh diamondbacks like when did he really start to be like i don't want to say drafted but like like what like he got his first playing time in the major leagues is 2022 is that what i mean yeah oh okay 2022 so obviously that's only like one year of that. That could really change. Yeah, that won't even count. So next year he's technically considered as a rookie as well. Oh, okay. Well, should we talk about Kyle Lewis? Like, is it is it a big loss giving away Kyle Lewis? I mean, he's a former no. rookie of the year in 2020. Yes, but 
You know why? Because he was on Prime and he didn't get injured. When he is injured, he's injured for a long time. You don't see a two to three week injury for him. You see a six to eight months of an injury every time. He comes back his first start in 2021, gets hit right in the head, out for another season. He's. I don't see him being a um, any good really. That that really hurts as a Mariners fan to say he will never be good. But like, give it to him. He's he's never been able to sustain his injuries. Um, I don't think Kyle Lewis is somebody who can he can be amazing, but he's not somebody ever gonna be reliable. Yeah, so he didn't get a big sample size. Uh, he only had 56 played appearances in 2022, um, but he he's been he's been solid. I mean, 2022 when he won Rookie of the Year, 11 home runs, batted 262, and in 60 and 58 games, that's really good because in 2020, you know, you could only play 60 games. Uh, and then 2021, he got hurt and like the wind blew. He batted 246, five home runs, and then he only played 18 games this year. Uh, so- well, he's got. A consistent average, but I mean, it's not. Well, it's not like he played a lot, though. He wasn't an average starter, but yeah. I guess what I see through him. The Diamondbacks, if Diamondbacks fans are listening to this, you have, you have a guy on your team that has talent above control, if that's a word. He has abundance amount of talent, but if he can stay healthy, here's the bottom line: if he can stay healthy. And if you can get that hard work in, you can see him being an all-star by 2023 or 2024. If he stays yeah. healthy. Yeah, that's... But that's just, I guess the big question is here, is he worth Cooper Hummel? Not going to lie. I Like we've already said, I have no idea what really Cooper Hummel has done. We looked over stats and stuff, but when you compare the two, Cooper Hummel hasn't had very many injuries, has he? I don't think so. I mean, I'm talking a lot about the injuries because when I first saw Kyle Lewis come up, he was my favorite player. Then I saw him get injured, come back, didn't do so great. Then he got hurt again. And then he got hurt again. Then he got hurt again. It's just unreliability, I think. Mm -hmm. So if Cooper Hummel can be or not get hurt as much as Kyle Lewis and play quite a few games, he's a – phenomenal player i think yeah that oh absolutely i i couldn't agree more but how about this should we grade the two trades that we have made in the past what what we yeah, one out of ten one out of ten give it okay so i'll go first i'll talk about for as long as i can about those two trades and then i'll give you the spotlight and how you grade it so i'm gonna grade it in like a grade like you would in school and then i'll grade it one out of ten okay okay so tiasco hernandez uh, we trade. We got him. We traded for Eric Swanson, who had a really, really good ERA. A what was it? One point eight, one point six eight ERA. Uh, but I gotta say, since we have so much need for the outfield, and we don't need that much bullpen, because so much, so much people are reliable there. We gave up only one reliable relief pitcher, uh, only one gone, and we got a reliable outfielder. I would give this a A minus, just because it's. I hate giving away Adam Mako and I hate giving away Swanson. I'd give this an A minus and uh, a, a one out of 10, I'd give it eight and a half. And uh, that's what I got to say about that. Just because it's hard to give away Adam Mako, especially that, that 
flame-throwing strikeout pitcher right there. And Eric mm-hmm. Swanson, I'm okay giving him away, honestly, but it's just hard to see him not in a Mariners uniform, I guess. But now, okay. the Cali- I, I guess, go ahead. Well, for the, um, uh, what's his name? I already blanked out. The Oscar Hernandez um, trade. I would give it a B plus only because we gave away Eric Swanson was well, now I'm going to give him a minus actually because Swanson was somebody who was so reliable in regular season, but then he only made one start in the postseason, all of the postseason. So that shows me that they didn't trust him for some reason. So I'm fine with giving him away. But I, like I said, I do like um, Mako. But that is two pitchers, so I, I'd give an A minus like you, and yeah, probably eight and a half. But you know, it's it's hard to give away like young talent, but when they, yeah, it's hard to give away your. It's hard to give away the young guy. It's hard to give away the reliable pitcher, but you're getting overall someone better in return. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, now Kyle Lewis trade. Now, I cannot decide, to be 100% honest with you guys, I can't decide if I absolutely hate this trade or if I absolutely love this trade because I have no idea what to expect from Cooper Hummel and I have no idea what to expect from Kyle Lewis with the Diamondbacks. Um, So I'm going to try to go along through what I can, but I first thing I got to say is I have no idea why the Diamondbacks got an outfielder. I know they're going to be really good. Now in the outfield, you got Kyle Lewis, Corbin Carroll, Jake McCarthy, Alec Thomas, and Don Varshall. All of those guys are extremely breakout young guys. Um, and um, now they got five, six, five of them now. And I mean, they, I think overall, they're happy about this trade because now they have another young, talented player. But can he, can he, can he keep this up? Can he keep that talent up? Is the question for Kyle Lewis. And Cooper Hummel is kind of the, exact opposite of Kyle Lewis. Kyle Lewis is more of a guy that people had so much hype for him. And now it's kind of fading. And now Cooper Hummel was, now he has, he had no hype and now he's starting to get that hype a little higher, even though his stats are not looking good in the majors. So overall, I'm going to give this trade a B minus just because I have no idea really about uh, both these. I, I know about Kyle Lewis, but I really don't know what to expect from these guys. I got to say the it's overall good because I can give away Kyle Lewis and he's not going to play for us no matter how good his numbers were in the minor leagues since we got outfield covered. Uh, now we do anyway. And Cooper Hummel, since he can play pretty much every position, I'm happy with yeah. that. I would give it – yeah, that's a great point. I would give it an exact B because I know we don't need Kyle Lewis at all. <laughs> I know we don't need him and he's unreliable. But it's only a B and not an A because I don't know about Cooper Hummel Mm. either. So, like, you just give it that solid B. And I think Cooper Hummel's going to be good for us. But I think he's going to be, like, you know, maybe somebody who's not always good for us but we'll still hang on to. So, I think, you know, it's it's very possible that Cooper Hummel's a star and Mm. then – yeah, I just give you Saul B because of that, you know. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think the Diamondbacks are happy on this trade, and I think the Mariners are are questionable about this trade. I think if I'm 
fund uh fire manager for Tony Blanking on his name right now. Uh if I if I'm him, I'm like, okay, so we just traded a unreliable, extremely talented player, and we got in return a talented player that no one really knows. No one really knows about him. He's he's confusing. He's breaks in the minor leagues, uh, but he doesn't show in the major leagues. And I think they're kind of they're high on Jared Kelnig. They must be high on Cooper Hummel since they're very, very similar. Yeah. And you see them both starting for a um different team. That's one thing that Kelnick and what's his name? Um, gosh, Cooper Hummel both yeah. started out with. They started out with a different team. And so maybe that's something that is like not good because we started out with J Rod. We started out with Raleigh. They've been solid, amazing players for us. So maybe I don't know. But I think Cooper Hummel's a phenomenal, could be awesome for us. But then again, so young, you don't even know at this point. Well, overall, I'm confused. But uh, should the Brewers get Colton Wong? I know it's kind of off topic. The Mariners get Colton Wong? Mariners get Colton Wong from the Brewers, yeah. Well, overall, his stats are needed for this team. He is a second baseman, used to play shortstop, so this could be a great pickup for us. But then again, we've already heard um, Scott Service say that we can't have – we're not moving JP out of here. So I I don't know that it would be worth it. Well, I don't know. I'm looking at his stats right now, 134 games, about a 251, 15 home runs, did not strike out hardly at all. Good numbers, really good numbers through Colton Wong. Uh, and he's posted the same numbers pretty much since 2014. Um, so I think we kind of know what to expect from him. Um, and yeah. I like Colton number- Wong, but I just don't know. I I really feel like Adam Frazier is a better player. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Well – that's hard because, you know, I don't know. Why do you think Frazier is better player? Just because he's been really, really good in the past. Like, he literally batted 303 one year. And well, uh, and, and he's he came big for us in the postseason. Mm-hmm. Do you see Colton Wong, if we make it to the postseason, being somebody who's like, oh, my gosh, Colton Wong with another base hit to drive in J-Rod? Do you see that, or do you see more – Kyle Raleigh got that another Jack. Like, what do you I, see? I see more Kyle Raleigh or J Rod, but Colton Wong has so much playoff experience and is such a big veteran. That is, that's so true. And we're just now naming, you know, big players. You don't hear much about Col- Colton Wong, but still comes up big. Is, I think it's it, how many stolen bases does he have? I can't see for some reason. 17. 17. Okay. Well, that's another speedy guy. Mm-hmm. Pretty speedy. Is, well, is, is Xander Bogarts a mind that's popping up in the Mariners organization? No, I'd way rather have Colton Wong, only because Colton Wong probably only going to cost $10 million Yeah, when... and actually the stats are pretty similar. Xander yeah, Bogarts, and... same amount of home runs and Wong, but the average is just higher. This, yes, we need to contact the, uh, the Seattle Mariners, write them a letter or something saying Colton Wong should be our uh, short second baseman because – Colton Wong is somebody who's obviously a veteran. 
he is puts up great numbers, almost as good as Bogarts, and is probably half the price. Now, don't don't quote me on that because I don't know for sure that he's half the price. Worth more than half the price. Twenty million dollars Bogarts is worth. Colton Wong is worth eight point five. That is somebody we need to pick up, you guys. The two-time Gold Glove winner, a Rookie of the Year candidate, MVP candidate, looking good to me. This is. Let's end on this because this is a good note. Like this guy, we should definitely get. I think. Um, well, I don't know. Is there anything else we should share? Share. We can always I do think, another podcast. Someone. Yeah, I think that was really good. Yeah. Well, we have graded the podcast a A minus and a B. And yeah. we have we all we want Colton Wong. I guess we don't want Xander Bogarts. That would, if we got him, we'd look. I'd be much happier. It would look better, but I don't know if it exactly like overall be better as a team. I'd be I'd be much happier to see Colton Wong be playing for the Seattle Mariners than wow. Bogarts. Okay. Mm. Alrighty. <laughs> well, the also, I just this is just new as of. One minute and 15 seconds ago, the Mariners have shown extreme interest in Yankee second baseman Gliber Torres. It isn't known if the two sides are particularly close, but uh, a trade is around or close. I have a few more minutes, but Gliber Torres is, he's he's pretty good. He's worth a lot more, but he had, uh, he it's 24 home runs last year. Okay, two seventy six average. Yeah, this guy's this guy's a this guy would be an awesome ad, but then again, I think he's gonna be more expensive, isn't he? I'm checking that right now. I'm trying to find the. Obviously, being a Yankee, you're worth twenty or more, twenty million or more, probably. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um. That's Gliber. Uh, Torres. Um. I don't know. I'll... Yeah, I don't really know too much about Glaber except that he's a power hitter. Uh, and yeah, he, I don't well, know he's, he is a pretty good player. Um, mm-hmm. All right, so here we go. Glaber Torres is worth $6.25 million. Less than Colton Wong. By $6 million.25, the- you just said? $6.25 million, yep. Oh, my gosh. I'm happy with Colton Wong or Glaber Torres. But then again, our next podcast should be a little bit about Glaber. Yeah, I think next podcast should be called Free Agent Mania. Yeah. And All this right. One's... Well, I believe that's it. I don't know. What yeah. do you think you got to have? No, but thank you for listening to the Marisler podcast. Um, please sure uh, – never mind. Um, please be sure to listen to MOB from CDA. That is hosted by James Morris, and he puts up a lot of good stats on anybody you ask, and thank you for listening. Thanks.